Hello and welcome to SEO SES, the podcast brought to you by myself, Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Gymshark, and the super califragilistic Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at Like Mind Media. We are called SEO SES because we like to think of ourselves as a wonderful special answering service for anything to do with SEO. You might not have even had the question. We're still going to tell you what we think about it. This show is brought to you by the team at Like Mind Media. Like My Media help clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're actually using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like you. Thanks, Hannah. Just a note that this episode was recorded before the corona outbreak and so that is why there is no mention of the current situation. A bit stuck to know what to say about this current situation and I feel the only thing appropriate is to say look after yourself, stay safe, look out for one another, follow the advice given by the professionals and stay connected with people via phone calls messages, virtual gaming apps. There's lots of technology out there how we can stay connected. So together we can get through this. Before we get stuck into this week's episode, I just wanted to give you a heads up about the virtual SEO pub quiz that me and Hannah are going to be hosting on Thursday the 16th of April at 8pm. Now don't worry, this pub quiz is for all levels. So no matter whether you're a beginner just dipping your toes into this wonderful world or a more advanced SEOer, each round is just going to be like full of fun, silly, interesting questions and there's going to be different categories but each category there's going to be a link to SEO somehow so yes some rounds there will be a tenuous link but yeah it's just about having a bit of fun testing your knowledge and yeah just just coming together as it were. If this sounds like it's up your street then we have a couple of options for you to sign up and to find out more information. So you could head on over to our Twitter profile, which is SEO underscore SAS. And we have pinned a tweet on top of the profile. So you can, if you go there, you'll be able to find the link and you'll find all the information and you can sign up there. You could also drop us an email, hello at seosaspodcast.com. And we will reply with the information and all that lovely jazz. Or your third option is to visit bit.ly. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash virtual pub quiz. So yes, it'd be awesome if you can join us. And yeah, like I said, just a bit of fun. Let's crack on with the episode. (laughs) 
Sarah, how are you? I'm very, very good. Can I ask that, so in your introduction, you said supercalifragilistic. Yep. Yeah. Have you been watching Mary Poppins recently? No, but I was just thinking of how to introduce you and I just thought, this is not enough words. I've seen, have you seen Mary Poppins both, like, on stage? No. I have. It was so good. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh, but it does. Uh, I mean, you, you do s- love Mary Poppins. It, you reference her quite often. That's why well, you're supercalifragilistic. It's because Mary Poppins was my favourite film as a kid. Oh, that's nice. That's do, good to know as well. What was yours? Alice in Wonderland. Ah. The Disney version, obviously. The Disney version. Yeah. Yes. Why? You like the Cheshire Cat? It's, it's just funny. <laughs> and you can just there's loads of reference to, to it that you can make all the time, like when the um, lizards get blown out the uh, the chimney. Oh, yes. Poor Bill. <laughs> it's brilliant. Brilliant. See, and obviously with Mary Poppins, they did a remake, didn't they? With Emma, not Emma Stone, someone else who does American Horror Story. You lost me. Oh, what's it? But anyway, they did a remake and that was quite fun to see because obviously I've seen the original so many times. <laughs> and Julie, Julie Wa- Julia Waters. Julie Walters. Julia Walters. No, not Julia Waters. Just Julie. Julie. Julie Andrews. Yes. Julie Andrews. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we t- if we're not talking about SEO, we just don't know what we're talking I about. I don't even do know we? how I know that. Um, are you getting a bit um, frustrated with the cold or are you... You, do do you know it's not been too bad. No. I've realised though today that... Do you know how people are often quite cold, um, like get cold hands and stuff like mm. that? My circulation probably isn't the best and it should be because I'm relatively fit and healthy, but... I feel like it's because I'm always warm. So it, in at home, I'm not exactly sat there being cold and challenging my circulation to make me warmer. Yeah. At work, I make sure I'm warm. Everyone else in a t-shirt, I've got two layers on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, going back to whether it's the cold's an issue. No. No. Mm. I think I should make it more of an issue. Our house is cold. Is it? Well, it's quite, it's an older one, isn't it? And just drafty we've got so lots of our doors there's like massive gaps or holes in so it's just very very drafty and uh, my other half feels the cold she does <laughs> not like being so she was born in a heat wave oh really and so she she believes that she shouldn't live in england because she was born in a heat wave yep. she was just used to being oh, I could totally see cursed in spain or something yeah, yeah. She didn't deal very well. Like, there's so many times where I think she takes it a bit to the extreme sometimes, but we'll just be sat at home and I've got a blanket and fluffy socks, but she's got like her her snood on. She's got two pairs of socks. (laughs) She's got a jumper and a dressing gown and she wants the blanket and the hot water bottle. I feel like we need to do a crowdfunding thing for like a heat suit for Curse. (laughs) Keep Curse warm. Yeah, (laughs) keepcursewarm.com. Or we send her abroad maybe there's a fund because then I get to benefit from that yeah too. yeah if you guys get a holiday home in Spain let's fund that yeah <laughs> just so cares can be warm yeah nothing nothing else so obviously a couple of weeks back we introduced the new feature the rant of the week the rant of the week get which I think is way. very therapeutic for you Hannah I really enjoy it I'm not gonna lie so I'm guessing you've got a rant lined up I certainly have but before you get into your rant. Oh my word. My eyebrows are going. Do you want to know this week's rant, rant sponsor? Is it a real sponsor? Well, Hannah, this week the rant feature is sponsored by Plastic Plants. Do you often kill plants and they never stay alive? Get yourself a plastic one. 
You don't have to water it. They look good all year round. You just oh, you name me things you can see. <laughs> I, I reckon that just came right off the top of your head. <laughs> yes, we haven't got a sponsor, unfortunately. But if you want to be, I mean, if you want to be a podcast sponsor, why can't I think today? I don't know. Do you want me to just go straight into the rant? Uh, yes, go it's, into it's the rant. Maybe slightly angry. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> my inability in, in, in to talk. Right, my rant of the week this week is people treating different elements of SEO as less or more important. Ooh. Now, don't get me wrong, there is a hierarchy, but I overheard somebody talking about a part of SEO as, you know, that shit. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, no, every part of SEO is important. Fair enough, things aren't as important as other things mm. occasionally, but none of it's not worth doing. Yes. I have to agree. Like, obviously, you have to prioritize. Yes. But just because you're prioritizing, it doesn't mean one thing is like not less. Worth it. Yeah, not not worth it. Like everything's worth it. Yeah. It's all about marginal gains, isn't it? Exactly. So doing your alt tags, if all your competitors haven't done them, great. Yeah. If you put decent meta descriptions in place, and they've not got them, perfect. Do you think then there is a feel then that there's some more basic seo tasks that do, doesn't get the appreciation that they deserve absolutely yeah, yeah. okay so so there we go people all seo efforts and elements matter they do there we go <sighs> feels better okay on to the podcast then so today we're going to be talking about why the homepage is so important yes we're going to be talking about things like how it's important in terms of click depth yeah. So we've spoken about this before, how many clicks away from the homepage you are. Google sees your homepage is really, really important. If you've heard any of our linking episodes, you'll know that I often refer to the link, the homepage as the trunk of the tree with all the branches and the leaves and all that kind of stuff, linking back off of it. Pages that aren't on its own, oh, sorry, that aren't linked to from any other page are called orphans. Yeah. They're your dead leaves on the ground and they're not linked to from the homepage. If you link to them from the homepage, they've automatically got loads of love from those branches. I've got an analogy for you. Oh, go on. Okay, bear with me because I'm not very good. At, I'm obviously not as good as you, but you <laughs> said the orphans are your dead leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Fun when you stumble across them and you crunch and you walk through them and like, yay. But sometimes really hard to find a good crunchy one because of all the sloppiness. So, because <laughs> Google can't find orphan pages. Yes. And sometimes Usually. it's hard to find good crunchy leaves. I like it. Yeah. I mean, not that. as good as your analogies, but I tried. It's a sub analogy. I like it. I like it. Page rank. They also get a decent amount of page rank from the homepage. I know that's a controversial one because some people say page rank isn't a thing anymore, but Google disagrees. Debated. And it just makes sense for your homepage to be really important. If you think of it like your shop window, if you had a high street shop, your shop window is going to be what tempts people in. Mm. The homepage is exactly the same. Someone's clicked through our method on through your metadata. They've clicked to the homepage. You need to blow them away. You need to make them come inside. You need to say, here's your red carpet, guys. I've got some slippers waiting for you. Oh, yes. Yeah? Yes, totally. And and I do think people forget that the homepage is you know, another shop front. Yeah. And it's so important. So we are, so obviously when it comes to your homepage and obviously SEOing your homepage, because it's the SEO SAS podcast, there's a lot of, a lot that we could talk about, but we're going to mainly focus on three areas today. Sounds wise. We are wise. Our SEO SAS listeners <laughs> and the hosts. Anyway, so the things that we're going to cover, the three things, one is have users come to the right place? 
The second is, are there reasons for them to stay on your site? Mm -hmm. So obviously you've put a load of effort into getting people there. Are you enticing them to stay? And then we are also going to look at how to look good. No, not personally. We're not your Gokwans, unfortunately. (laughs) We haven't got any style tips, but no, how to look good as your shop window. Do you know what? And I'm just going to talk about why I love those because first of all, how to look good is third. Because it isn't the most important thing, in my opinion. It, it contributes, but yes. it's not the most important thing. Okay. Okay, so you, if you're looking for something really specific and the site doesn't look that great, but it's got everything you're looking for and it's really obvious, you can forgive that. Okay. And reasons to stay on site, that's really important because obviously if you don't give them any reasons to stay on site, they could very well bounce off. But also the point that you alluded to, that you've done all the hard work to get them on site. And you want them to stay there and convert Mm. or at least research or whatever. But a lot of people will think that SEO's task is just to get them on site. Mm, But you could lie to get them on site. And then you've done a really crap job. So I think actually we all need to be far more aware of making sure that when they're on site, they're staying on site. So the same metrics that Google's using, like bounce rate, time on page, all that kind of stuff, we need to really give a shit about. Mm. So moving on to the first one then. Have users come to the right place and why it's really important to get this one right? First of all, is it clear what you do? So have you got a a homepage that doesn't actually say plumbing on it if you're a plumber's or doesn't say hairdressing if you're a hairdresser's? Mm. You might have images and stuff like that, but as we know, Google doesn't necessarily care about that. It can't necessarily read them, can't chew them all up uh, and digest them. So make it really, really clear for humans and for machines. Mm. Like I said, consider bounce rate. If it's obvious what you do and where users can find information, the user journey should then continue. You need to give them a decent path on on site and include keywords. Maybe even just one. So if if you're a marketing agency, use Mm. marketing. It's it's not... Rocket science. Yeah, thank you. And um, if if you are targeting local, having that, that local place name on your homepage will do absolute wonders Mm. and I think there is a three second rule isn't there that basically general rule of thumb you have three seconds so when someone comes onto your homepage is it obvious within three seconds otherwise I'll just go elsewhere so those like your considering your bounce rate including keywords help help that yeah um and I suppose Another thing to think about is can users find out more from your homepage before they choose to spend more time on your site? Keep keep it compelling as people scroll down. Like I have quite a lot of conversations with clients saying, oh, is my homepage too long? Or is this, or not just homepage, any pages. Is it too long? Are people scrolling too much? And I think that's the wrong thing to focus on. Like you should be sort of like you know when you're watching youtube videos and after you finish a youtube video it says here's another recommended one here's another recommended one if you can continue the scroll and people as long as you've got a menu at the top that's sticky so that's following you as you go down so it's easy for people okay i've had enough i want to go but also in your scroll as you scroll you've got clear call to actions don't get i mean i don't know if you have this conversation about people because it also relates to people being scared about having too much text on the homepage. Yeah. It's like, don't be scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, don't go wrong, don't write an essay. But yes. you do need certain words on there. So I think this then leads us on to the second point about 
having reasons for people to stay on your site because if they don't obviously this contributes to bounce rate yeah so they come on and bounce straight back off again yes yeah so they're bouncing away and this not only annoys the user mm-hmm. and it's not a great user experience because they're like oh I'm gonna come back yeah I've gotta go I've gotta search elsewhere but it looks bad to Google as well because Google is smart so say you've worked hard and you're ranking well for a key term but then google realizes that when people have clicked the bounce rate and they're bouncing off yeah it's not going to rank will, you for that term it, not because google will understand that and google is becoming a more and more smart initiative is that the word um, innovative innovative i just want it's becoming more and more smart yeah <laughs> yeah that's, that's not that Stuck on what word? On that one, sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you can't. Who knows what's going on in my brain? I think intuitive. Yes, smart and intuitive. Yes. Okay, cool. There we go. We'll go with that. Even <laughs> if I wasn't in the first place. And and things to consider here is so major sections on your website are they easy to get to from your homepage? Yeah. yeah? So obviously, if you are an e-commerce site and you've got lots of products and lots of pages, um. It could be hard to figure out what the customer journey is and like how, because you need your main sections. And I mean, I think you need to know as a business, what products are the most, what what are your businesses bread and butter, seasonal as well. So if you, I'm trying to think of seasonal, so a clothing store. Yeah, like swimwear or something. Yeah, so at the summer time, you'd have like your t-shirts, dresses, swim and stuff like that. That could be, you could have a feature on your homepage for that. Mm-hmm. And then when it's the winter months, that's when you've got your snuggly cardigans, wa- cardigans and, and knit, chunky knits and, and things. But it's not just about your products as well. It's like other important sections of your website, like yeah. your about us, FAQs, services pages, services pages, testimonials, especially if you're um, both for B2B and b I mean, you've just got to think my important pages, is it easy to get to? Can yeah. people get there? Which leads on really nicely to just the whole UX point, really. What actually do they want to see? So are they researching and looking for a reason why you're better than the competition? Yeah. Can you put those USPs on your homepage? It, they don't have to be massive. Do you know what I mean? It can be like a banner or something. Do they want to see bestsellers, like you were saying? Or can you research and then show them more, I don't know, internally and externally searched products? So it could be that you've done some research in Google Search Console and you find that right now in the last... 28 days people are searching for denim jackets and that therefore you think okay I'm going to put that on the home page we're doing all right there's loads of impressions but not as many clicks as there could be mm. so that's that's going on the home page or an internal search are people looking for blue jackets yes do you know what I mean so therefore okay we'll give the denim ones a go we'll call them we'll use blue somewhere that kind and, of thing. and to add to the internal search point yeah if you've got that set up make sure you track that in your google analytics yeah. Because we did it for LikeMind um, because we've got a learning lounge section and we've got a search bar. So obviously people are going to find topics or they got a question. If we're tracking what people are searching and we've not got a blog about that. Yeah no brainer it's really important for e-commerce because someone will search for something and because it's you need to match that up. Yes. So, for example, like I said, with the blue jacket, you might not have any blue jackets on site, but loads of denim jackets. So you need to know that when people are searching for blue jackets, you need to redirect them. 
yes. to the ones. So yeah, yeah so really have a really have a think point. what your users are searching. Yeah, and research it like you say. Um, also, on your homepage, have you satisfied different media preferences? So some people are really visual, some really like text, some like audio, some video. So have you got graphics? Have you got images have you used mm. bold text have you used your h1s your h2s only eight well, only one h1 on the homepage, guys please do you know what i mean that kind of stuff because mm. at the end of, uh, i mean there's so many times where i end up on a homepage and it's just a bit boring yeah because there, there's nothing. no visual elements or nothing on it yeah it's just like come on people yeah this is your storefront remember yeah okay so other reasons for people to stay on your site what you've got to think about is call to actions so Every page, and I think you've said this so many times, but every page on your website has to have a purpose. And if it's got a purpose, more often than not, it needs to have a call to action. So once someone has read all the content or done everything that they can on the page, what do you want them to do next? What is the call to action? What are you asking them to do? And so obviously we're talking about the homepage and your contact so your contact page or number or or, form, or, yeah. or or contact form should always be easy to see um, because, yeah, you've got to make it easy for people to get in touch with you. Um, and sometimes, like you say, they will convert from the homepage because they were just looking for the right place. Yes. And they might, uh, if you're a service-based in- industry, they might actually pick up the phone because they've yeah. heard about you. Yeah. But yeah, but also a call to action. So think about your customer journey or the journey you want to take people on your website. So from your homepage, what are the other important pages on the site that they need to go to next? Yeah. And from just specifically from an SEO point of view as well, which ones can you internally link to, to pass on some of that value to give them a boost? Yes. Like we say, if it's seasonal, can you link to your swimwear just to give them that boost from Google? Yeah. Cool. Very nice point. Moving on to how to look good then. So you're like telling saying, me I don't look good in my <laughs> SEO SAS t-shirt. Hannah. You are rocking your t-shirt today. I reckon we need hoodies, but anyway. <laughs> um, see, this is what I like to be warm. Um, how to make your shop window compelling, right? So you might have really nailed the other two points and be like, guys, I already do this. But if the homepage isn't attractive and it doesn't make you look good, people might just bounce because of that. So I know I did say. For me, this is not the least important, but it's not the most important point Mm. because it can be forgiven if it doesn't look great. Yes. But it really, really helps if it does. And I I think that really depends on your audience as well, because if if your audience are like digital marketers Mm -hmm. or like visual or creatives, that's going to be really important because that is what they care about. And what you're looking for as well. Yeah, but if it's, I don't know, if it's a like a more techie thing or a data thing or a plumber back to the plumber or an older audience perhaps yeah. so just think about your audience and what's important to them oh right. I see what you mean now I was thinking more like when you, it's hard to really jazz up a site yeah I'm looking for a plumber in Leicester if you say 24-hour call out no charge for the first call out can get to where I live within 10 minutes yeah that's all I need to see you yeah. know what I mean yeah I don't need all your nice pretty stuff but if I'm going on a like a clothing store or something like that I really do yeah 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 yeah. that'll be different for everybody it will be different and what what is important to your audience yeah um so in terms of how to make it look good then so you've already mentioned USPs they are really really important so make them obvious we've already mentioned making it clear what you do so don't forget to use keywords here use keywords like plumber use keywords like plumbing if you are a plumber you know what I mean or pipes or whatever don't forget to actually describe what you do 
that's actually going to be of benefit to you. So yeah, basically what I'm saying is this is a really good opportunity to use keywords. Don't stuff them in as usual, but do you know what I mean? Yes. Use your keywords here. And then headings, make it really obvious where you're going to answer pertinent questions rather than just talking about you or your business. So if there's frequently asked questions out there, use use that. Do you know what I mean? Make it really obvious that you're there give them exactly what they're looking for yes yeah 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 you're the person to go to whatever question yeah okay so another thing about looking good on your homepage is social media icons so I see this so many times on a website where they I think I think they, they're using WordPress and they've got a theme and with the theme comes like social icons as default and they've not properly set that up oh, and right. if you click it it just goes to the home it just goes back to the home page or like the home page of Twitter or Facebook and stuff so yeah. always make sure and another one as well is I <laughs> again I think this depends on your audience and what's important to them but I see so many people using outdated icons all right yeah of, so like they've got a facebook icon from like 20 years ago or do you know what i mean, <laughs> yeah, I do know so what you mean yeah. try again it depends on anything in seo is yeah. it depends but like you say um, they want to check you out yeah make so sure that you're up to date another yeah because not only does it make you look good but if they check out your social they can see that you're actually a real deal yeah. and you're actually doing stuff and you're active and if you are so if you are linking out to your social platforms, make sure that you're posting on them. Yeah. Stuff because, <laughs> Even if it's testimonials. Yeah. And yeah, because people do their research nowadays, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, another really important thing to put on the homepage, which is really good for conversion, is whether you've got any offers or promotions. So they need to be at the front of the site, even if it's just a free download or a first 30 minute call that's free um, or a discount code for one category. If you put them on the front of the page, obviously people are really interested in that. It's, it's just, just makes sense. Mm, yes, most definitely. Okay, last thing to talk about, and I believe it's feature. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I had eyebrows. There's time. eyebrow waggling going on. Feature. So, footer links, very important. So, footer links, some people, if they can't find what they're looking for, that's a song, isn't it? <laughs> can't think off the top of my head but if they can't find what they're looking for some people will know to go to the footer because normally you have all your pages don't you yeah um, or like a link to your sitemap sort of thing but your footer links make sure that like everything from about us to your gender pay gap include them in in your footer links and your offers and and yeah things that are important seasonality you know seasonal things that are important at that time and this of course links to eat ah so it does expertise authority and trust so obviously um we we did a podcast didn't we we certainly did all about eat but yeah it's basically you've got to prove to google that you are trusted you're authoritative and you're your expert obviously like yeah it's very important and and it's a big it is a big deal to google and it's a big deal to users as well especially if you're asking people to part with their hard-earned cash mm -hmm. are you giving them 
reason enough to like trust you yeah can they return the stuff yeah is it going to get delivered next day reviews testimonials especially if they're they've not really they've only heard about your brand a couple of times so yeah it's a big deal for google and it's a big deal for users too very good so so yes i think that is the home page that's what's going on yeah nice one so at the end of February, we decided to run a bit of a fun competition where we posted a photo on Twitter and LinkedIn and we asked for your best caption. So we said we'd announce the winner on the podcast. So here is the drum roll. Because you can't have a competition without a drum roll, can you? The winner of the best caption was, and the Twitter handle is optimizing and if you actually go on his profile it's andrew optimizing so round of applause andrew and to give you context so the picture was of myself and hannah looking quite confused and he went with the caption what if seo is dead i mean yeah great caption so well done thank you to everyone else who took part. And yes, we will post the photo and the caption on our socials so you can have a look. But yes, we might do another competition. Who knows? It was just a bit of fun. So thank you very much. Are you ready for the feature? Yes. So what we're going to be talking about this time is which of these weird sounding websites are real? Yeah. Weird sounding websites. Yeah. And th- there's a source for this. So lifedeathprizes.com. That's an actual URL. It's a real one. Yeah. I've put in brackets. This one is real. <laughs> Just in case I forgot. Not a joke. Okay. Are you ready? Hold on. I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> okay. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine. Okay. Number one, you ate my lizardsgizzards.com. You ate my lizardsgizzard.com. Come on, tell me that's real. That's false, sorry. Oh. Next one. I ate my lizardsgizzard.com. Well, if the other one was false, surely that one's true. No, that's also false. Oh. <laughs> sorry. I think I just wanted to say lizard's gizzard. Zoomquilt.org. Yes. Correct. Shipyourenemiesglitter.com. <laughs> ship your enemies glitter. Yep. What does that even mean? It's where you ship people glitter, just annoy them. Because it is annoying glitter, isn't it? Yeah, imagine opening up a big parcel and then just glitter yeah. going everywhere. Yeah. So real? Yeah. Yep, correct. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Don't annoy me, Hannah. I know. I like, Glitter is coming your way. My birthday's coming up. Cat-bounce.com. Cat-bounce.com. Yep. Dot com. Absolutely, yep. No. That's real. I knew What's you were going to say Because you would think that's one I'd make up. I think you need to look at that one. I think it's really good. I think it's just bouncing cats. Um, would you like a.com? I mean, there's a lot of things that I would like. Um, no, that's not true. Correct. I think it should be, though. That'd be a good site. <laughs> www.com.com. <laughs> what? So, 
www is in the yeah so it's www.com.com how are you spelling dot uh, as in d-o-t yeah com so www.com yes correct it's my biscuit not yours.com <laughs> uh, no false correct it's definitely one of mine <laughs> that's my biscuit and no.com with 50 no's 15 yep see if you said 16 i'd be like yeah having a laugh uh, <laughs> <laughs> um have you been on this one uh, can't remember so you're gonna say no <laughs> uh yes that's real correct hey. so you got one two three four five you got five out of nine you got you in oh marginally yeah by the skin of my teeth very very good i've got a forfeit for, unless you've thought of a forfeit no, i certainly have not <laughs> <laughs> so my forfeit for you hannah mm-hmm. okay so you've got to come up with a fake url mm-hmm. and sell it to me about like what what this website sells and why it's so good okay it's the bigger the better.com the the is yeah. the in there yes okay <laughs> i don't know why that's important it just felt like it was okay and it's all focused on roller derby stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> Knowing your audience and who you're talking to, I like it, relevancy. <laughs> so it's not necessarily large, but it's like brash and loud, it's big. Yeah. Yes, bold. So you've got like neon roller skates, you've got Hawaii roller skates, um, little fish on your roller skates, um, you've even got like a little goldfish bowl, bowl inside a, a skate wheel. Okay. Yeah, all these products are available for you. Just, just for me. And they're also discounted right now. Oh, what's the discount? It's a really good offer. It's called Sazzle Pops 15. 15% off just for you. 15%? Mm-hmm. Can I not have 20? Well, yeah, there's also all the discount codes, so you could probably just combine them. <laughs> Are you sold? I'm sold. Excellent. Thank you. Buy that domain. <laughs> I wonder if the bigger the better has been taken. <laughs> I wouldn't dare look. I would oh. not dare look. Yes. I mean... The smaller, the better, too. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that one. I think we should stop. <laughs> Probably should. Right. Um, that's it, then, isn't it? Yes, it is. How would people like to contact us, do you think? Okay. So <laughs> go on to the bigger, the better. <laughs> no, so... If you would like to email us, and we did say on a previous episode, um, because we're we're running up, running up, we're running out of forfeit ideas. Um, so if you've got some cool podcast friendly forfeit ideas, please do let us know. I didn't quite like yours today, though. <laughs> you did well. Um, yeah. So if you've got any of that, if you just want to give us some feedback, if you want to say hello, or if you a couple of couple of people have said that um they've emailed about coming on the show so do that if you are interested we are all on twitter so seo underscore ses sarah mcduck 
S-E-O-S-A-S, Hannah. Please give Hannah some love because she's new to, relatively new. She's shit at Twitter. You're not. (laughs) You're not. Uh, We're both on LinkedIn. And I think that's that's it for now. That's your lot. That's your lot. If you do want to give us a review. Please do. Any platform playing podcast of choice. Podcast playing There we go. Are you pleased that I got that wrong? I feel like I deserve that. Podcast playing platform of choice. And why are reviews important, Hannah? Because we like them. (laughs) And it helps. And if someone's looking for a really good SEO podcast, which is accessible and useful and And fun people and also lots of fun, then ours might show up in search results. Yes. Which would be really nice of you to do for everybody else. And thank you very much to those that who who have already given us a review. We love you guys. We love you. Shout like big love and all that jazz. And yeah, thanks for listening. Yes, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I know I did. I thought it was all right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Come on. Come on now. Um, Right. Bye, folks. Until next time.